Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of the Ari and Dan Bingo Blood Bowl show. Um, bit of a, an elongated show today. We're going to go through the, uh, uh, the, the, the three finals, uh, the, obviously the Bingo Bowl, the two loser ladder finals, the combined loser final. Um, we've got interviews with um, both Brandy and Lanicus, uh, the, the Bingo finalists. And uh, then we'll do the, the preview for season eight as well. So, uh, yeah, a long one today, but uh, let's get straight into it. So if we start off with a, with a big one, which was uh, uh, Brand United versus Twitchy Moats in the uh, season seven final. Um, and it was it was a, an in, intriguing game, Dan. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think Blanicus um, was receiving first half, wasn't he? The uh, Owen Eds kicked him almost immediately, forced him to score much earlier than he wanted to. It's one nil up, and the rest of the game is on the York footing room, really, isn't it? And yeah, that's right. I mean, uh, as you say, uh, with the with the boneheads that came uh, early in that, well, it was just a couple of them really, but it, it meant they had no choice but to go and score. I think it was turn four, um, which yeah, yeah, it was. Lanicus's turn four, which gave the Orcs five turns to find the equalizer before half time, and then start with the ball second half. Yeah. Um, um, and like I say, it was it was two ogres, and it was the very two ogres that needed to activate to, to shore up that side of the pitch to let him store on yeah. a turn or two. And what once those ogres had both uh, boneheaded, there was just no way of stall, uh, having a safe stall. No, that's right. Yeah. Uh, especially with the pace that uh, that Brandy had got, not just with the Orcs, but uh, he, he got, uh, was it a gutter runner as well, from what I remember? Um, no, it wasn't a gutter runner. I'm, I'm completely making things up. It wasn't a gutter runner. It was it was his Orcs. Uh, it was Lannicus yeah. who had the gutter runners, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So Brandy had, um, he had a blitzer with um, Mike White tackle. Frenzy, yeah, they would have gone punting after the uh, runners should they uh, stall nearly uh, touch line. So it so was, no, was no safe stall, and he had to score. And then, yeah, that's right, on, they gave plenty of time for, for the Orcs to do their 2 1 grind. They, they did, and I mean, obviously, Lanicus had a had a shot at a one turn at the end. Um, and there was uh, oh. th there was an interesting oh. conversation that we had during the commentary where. Um, your take on it was towards the middle of that second half. You you felt that Lanicus would have been better um, allowing uh, the score and conserving the re-rolls so that he could then have a, a better chance with with a one turn with a re-roll. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, just going back a second. Um, so in that first half, um, there was even a chance that uh, Lanicus was going to. Uh, snatch the ball and go 2-0 up. He, uh, he got a two-dice hit on the ball carrier. Yeah, you're right, he did. Uh, and he only managed to get pushes, um, which then forced um, it forced Brandy to do a handoff. Again, that was only a three-up with the re-roll. So, it was, and if that had failed, then again, Lanikas would have been straight back in there and would have been also favourite to go 2-0 up and could have quite easily managed the game from there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah and the Orcs score, which you'd expect them to, then suddenly uh, the Oaks are starting with the ball again, and that's two good runners that got the ball, and they can 
do what they want, really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're gonna have, have a fun time trying to get that ball back off them. Yeah, and they can, they can certainly stall out the game a little while with the speed. Yeah, even that's if, right. Even even when you get the ball off them, they put the ball in the wrong area of the pitch for you to then. So yeah, if if either of those things had happened, if if he got the sack off, or if the handoff had failed, once the sack failed, then um, yeah, the Ogres could well have gone two 0 up, and, and it would pretty much been lights out. But, yeah, been a very different game. From, yeah, so I mean, really, the Lanikas can feel quite disappointed in a way because he, he did have those chances. Well, that that's anyway. right, and and um, I mean. Both of them alluded to it in the uh, interviews as well that um, every single kickoff event went against Lanikus as well. Which yeah, um, yeah. So as you were just saying about um, saving the rerolls for that turn sixteen one turner attempt, in the end it wouldn't really matter because the kickoff event that they rolled for ended up being a pitch invasion, which stunned a load of uh, yeah, that's right of Lanikus's players to stop the one turner. So it's just it, it was one of those games where. I don't think Lanix could have done an awful lot more. I think Brandy could have, conversely, he could have been the one who could have done more. He could have made it a lot more secure. Mm. He left himself open to that two-die blitz, which was kind of criminal in a way. He, he should have stopped himself from getting hit like that because he, he was one with the player advantage. I remember Lanix's first first um, foul he, fr- he threw with the uh, with an Oblaz, instant sending off. Brandy That's right. Failed, and that was it. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it, it was kind of one of those games for, for Lanikus. Yeah, that's that's right. When you when you say it like that, it it, it is very much that um, a lot of things that could, and they're only little things, but mm. when they all but, combine up together, it, it it just some sometimes no matter what you do, you, yeah, you, you're screwed. I'm not taking anything away from Randy. He's had a unbeaten season. He's uh, won all but one game. Uh, that's game that he didn't win, he, he was already through to the finals and um, through to the playoffs, and he got a draw against Soros Blood, who's obviously a good player as well. So yeah, that's right. a fantastic season. Um, and and yeah. and definitely um, one of the early favourites to uh, to to make a good uh, a, a good showing in uh, in season eight as well. Um, yeah, bring, think, bringing the team when back. So. To, when we get off season eight uh, in the next episode, we'll look through the teams. I think. Uh, Brands United are one of the few teams that are actually returning, so they've certainly got a leg up in terms of being one of the favourites for the next season's title. Yeah, I think I think that's right. Um, so just to go through the uh, the stats, um, the the final score was two one. In case uh, in case we've not made that clear, um, blocks uh, Brandy through forty six, Talanicus is thirty three. Armour breaks, they sound high, 10 and 6, but actually they were mostly stuns. So um, Brandy got two KOs and two casualties. Um, Pat Lanikas didn't get a single player off the pitch uh, other than uh, his own um, <laughs> injured or, or sent off. Um, so um, uh, again, from a, 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 a final point of view, there were, there were no... Um, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Um, levels. No levels for, for any of Brandy's players through the final. Um, and no, no lasting injuries. No lasting either. injuries either for, for either team. So, yeah, it was it, from that point of view, anybody wanting to see blood in the in the Blood Bell final would have been left disappointed uh, for, for sure. 
because uh, there wasn't any. <laughs> um, so yeah, that that All rounds right. off the the actual bingo final. We will be back in two seconds to then go through the loser ladder finals. So welcome to uh, our season seven champion, Brandy. Um, congratulations on the win. Uh, how how did you Thanks, how did you find that? Uh, I thought it went quite well. Uh, he played really well, so it was quite hard to break through. It can be with five ogres. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, and he, he, you, you kind of forced him to score early, which I guess was was what you were hoping to to do to give you time to, um, to to get an equaliser in in the first half. But when when those two ogres went, uh, stupid, um, it, it forced him turn three or four to score. I think. Was... Yeah, I know that he wanted to score early, um, but obviously you always plan to stall if you can, don't you? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Especially when when uh, you, you're playing, obviously a bash team, and you know, it's it's always going to be tough to uh, recover the ball from uh, an orc team or any of the bash teams. So if if as a bash player, if you can grind out the two one, it's it's kind of the perfect game, isn't it? So did you do Russell? Got a runner of horns or something. I think it had something like that. I can't remember now, but uh, yeah, it, it, yeah, it was. It popped me out once, didn't it? It in was the first hour. Yeah, yeah, it did. Uh, but came back. So, um, but yeah, I mean, going into the game, what what was your game plan? Obviously, in the semi final, your game plan was very much um, fouling and removing the the dark elves. We didn't see quite so much of that um, in the final. Was that? Conscious, or was yeah. it just that you weren't given the opportunities um, as much? Uh, I wouldn't. I, it's never the the only plan, is it? It's just that I was going to wait and see what he did with his cash. Um, I dropped a lineman to try and encourage him to, to either reduce his team value or give me a bribe. And yeah. he went with the reduced team value. That's why I think pre-game he, he dropped a re-roll. And his Apo, Apo, fair enough. Didn't make a lot of di- wouldn't have made a lot of difference. But the, I think the re-roll cost him a bit because uh, there was quite a few situations where he was rolling one in nines with ogres and stuff. He yeah. only had two re-rolls. Yeah, and and I mean that there was a debate um, in the commentary. I, I don't know if you watched it back, sort of midway through the second half, where where Dan's point was. In his opinion, Lanica should kind of almost let you go, um, protect his players, not use the re-rolls, and then go for the go for the one turner um, with obviously two choices. He's either got the the gutter runners with the with the sidestep or the throw teammate. What what would yeah. what would you have done in Lanica's position there? Would would you have followed Dan's advice? Well, I was half expecting the throw teammate to be like maybe a better option with the. They've got runners deep, mm-hmm. so then you can guarantee to get the ball for the the um the snotling. But I suppose snotling throw is there more risk involved? Is it less likely to happen? Um, it's the, it's he, the all down on the landing, isn't it? Often, yeah. Whereas he he had to do two D with a snotling, and then two or three blocks with a with um. Ogres to push the yeah 
and none of them had block and, and he got no re-rolls and 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 yeah. the uh, so, and the pitch invasion really hard, didn't help did it so I don't know. I didn't worry too much about his one turn at the end mm-hmm. because of that reason. Yeah, yeah. I think he, you know, he could have failed the pickup, you well, know, because he didn't have a re-roll there. Or yeah, yeah. But it, I mean, it was uh, it was an intriguing game. It never really got to the same level of uh, bashiness as the as certainly your semi-final did. But it, it was intriguing all the way through. You just weren't quite sure that either of you had quite got it in the bag. Um, uh, yeah, I think he defended well in the second half because I really struggled to break through until a couple of uh, ogres went bonehead. Yeah. Um, and then I could just get through and have a few players in the way. Yeah, that's right. But um, all, all in all, pretty good um, first season for you um, with with a completely unlevelled team. Did Did you draft anybody last season or was it completely fresh? Oh, uh, no, I started with Tackle Mighty Blow. On a on a blitzer. Okay. I started with a guard blitzer and then the dirty player. That's right. And then my team was three re-rolls and a bench. Mm-hmm. I think that's how I started the the league because then I obviously could foul with the dirty player because I had bench and yeah, is that right? Yeah, it makes sense. So moving um, on to, to next season, what you're I, I know you're keeping the orcs. So you you looking to redraft or just going going again with what you've got? I'm just gonna keep what I've got. I've got some cash, so I might ditch my armor eight. I'm not sure. Okay. Because I've got an armor eight blitzer, but he has got dodge and guard, so he's got uses, but he's a liability, isn't he? Yeah, it's one of those it, it's always a decision, isn't it? Because you think, well, he can sit on the line and and take those punches, and 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 if he dies, he dies. It doesn't really matter. But then on the mm. flip side, he's taking up TV where you could get a, um, a, an alternative in, couldn't you? So um, I've, yeah, I've, I mean, I've I've go to another yeah. another blitzer and try and try and get guard mighty blow or something like that quite early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I mean, obviously, after this week. Uh, performance and, and the whole season you were undefeated all season uh, you, mm. you, you're going to be coming back with the same team you're going to be uh, certainly the, the Man U or the, the Liverpool of, of the league where everybody's trying to knock you off your perch uh, to, to Yeah I mean more than plausible uh, you know I, I think like where I play tabletop a lot of players look at teams uh, players like that they think oh well you know it's good to beat them or you know I had someone celebrate that I drew against me and I was like, it's a draw, you know, bad, <laughs> bad dice on both sides. Yeah, not common. Um, but if if but, you are one of those poorer players, and this is, I can certainly relate to this. Getting a getting a draw against a good player does feel like a win. It really does. Um, it is, especially if you're like quite a new coach. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, uh, but no, it's. Um, I'm assuming that you'll. Uh, um, be be up up there or thereabouts again next season for definite. Obviously, uh, you you you're a good coach anyway. You know what you're doing. You've got a, a pretty well developed team now. Um, can you make it back to back championships and, uh, and and go on to 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 create a new dynasty? I'll give it a go. I mean, it does help having a good team. I've got really solid blitzers. I've got a couple of block on my black orcs. You know, yeah. I need to try and get some more block, but 
the problem I've got is I don't like to take risks on like handing off to a black hawk just to try and level him. Yeah. Where I'd rather win the game. Yeah. Um, whereas some people might take that risk. I don't know. I might try and do it in if I'm like already ahead. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. The, the way I did it in another league with my, I was playing Lizardman in uh, in Tiki. The first season I played with the Lizards, I knew that it was it was a brand new team. So literally every game I did my best. The first turn that I was receiving, I put a crop a, a, a Saurus back there to try and pick it up. If you didn't pick it up the first time, then it was one of the skinks from then on. But um, mm. it is a risk. It definitely is a risk. But uh, yeah, it's. Uh... But, when I, but when I played ogres, I'm quite happy to carry on ogre. So it yeah. might be worth giving it a go, trying to get some, even if it's just block on the black orcs, it makes a big difference. Oh, it makes a huge difference. It really does. Um, yeah. So, um, well, good luck for the uh, good luck for the new season. Thank you for joining me. And uh, yeah, I'll look forward to uh, a, a, another interview probably at the uh, this point next season, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. Cheers. Thanks for joining us. So I'd like to welcome Lanicus to the show. Um, following up, obviously, I'm from the uh, the, the final uh, beaten finalist. It was a really good game, though. So um, do you want to do you want to give us your thoughts on it and uh, sort of how how it went and good things, bad things, overall take on it? Uh, I was pretty happy with how the game over went. My dice weren't too bad. Um, there was just a few points where uh, I was pressured a lot. Like, I scored really early. I didn't want to because, like, I had the wall up when I swung around, but all the ogres went dumb. Yeah. So I had to score, like, turn four. That's right. I didn't want to do it too fast because I knew I could slow the orcs down, just not that long. Yeah. Uh, especially, well, um, as, as you say, when, when all the... Because I think all of them were down, weren't they? Or, or certainly the ones that were in reach. And and if you like you say, if you didn't score, um, you were getting sacked. So, um, but well, it was the, it was the far right two that were by the gutter runners. They both went dumb. If they knocked down their orcs or stayed around, that would have been fine. Yeah. But they both went dumb, so like the the gutter runner was just exposed. So we had to run to the end zone. The other one was far down left. He was way out of the play. I didn't care about him. And the other two, I just left activated to tie up the rest of the pitch. But when that whole left right flank side, my right, broke, I had to run it in. Yeah, well, that's right. Um, so um, how, how did you find the game overall, though? Because obviously um, you, you got that relatively early score. Then from, from looking out, outside, looking in, it looked like you were up against it then. Yeah, I mean, uh, him scoring at turn eight was rough. Like, obviously, I wanted to make sure he didn't score. So if he did go to tie or something like that, Freddie scored, and that wasn't the end of the world. The second half got ugly. He like, uh, he like was really aggressive. I know he like rerolled like a hit on my snotling, like really early, and was just really aggressive and never punished for it. So it was hard to like break down. Yeah. Uh, there was a debate in the middle of that half where if I just conceded it and save my rerolls and try to go for the one turner. Yeah. But I, feel, I don't think when I made that choice, I was in bad positioning yet. No, I, I, so I kept trying to play it. Uh, it's a shame Dan's not, not with me for this part. Cause, cause that was certainly his take on it was, was get out of the way, protect your players, let him score and, and then save your rerolls as well. I could completely see where you were coming from. Um, 
although you've got that one turn opportunity um, and, and you've got a couple of options with, with both the gutter runners and also the throw teammate, um, mm-hmm. you're a little bit in the lap of the guards, even if you've got a re-roll left. Whereas, like you say, you, you, you had a chance of stopping it. It, it, it wasn't uh, it wasn't nailed on by any stretch, but um, it, it was still doable, kind of. Um, so I, I kind of saw where you were coming from, but I can also see Dan's point as well. Um, but ultimately, you yep. you you had you had the decisions to make and uh, and felt it was worth the uh, worth the re-roll at that point. And it it it, it didn't it, it didn't work out, I guess, with the result. But but it wasn't it wasn't a disaster by doing it. I don't think. No, I think it could have went either way. Um, my view process is if I concede the uh, if I actually concede the the drive and try to back off, it gives him more hits and fouls on my team. Yeah, because I'm just, he's he's get the free blitz. He can go hunt a gutter runner and not feel afraid of it. So he I just put him at more jeopardy. And since I already went down without the apothecary to adjust things, I didn't want to give him more more leverage to injure. Yeah, because if I, he injured like another ogre or a gutter runner at all that game is over like there's nothing i can really do no that's right and uh, you were you were had all the snotlings gone by that point or was there was there just one one or two left well one one was ko'd and one was left so i had two at the end yeah um so i had one for the throw teammate and one that tried to make the blitz when the the uh pitch invasion happened yeah but let me tell you every kickoff did not help me at all they were all bad (laughs) every single one yeah, that's often the way. It isn't it? It's it, it's it's a snowball effect, isn't it? One thing goes wrong, and then and then it just quickly snowballs. And and as you say, the kickoff that that blitz at the end took away any 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 real hope. Um, well, I mean, I still had a chance after it. Like you saw me try to blitz with the snowling, I still had a two die. Yeah, but like, if I, I wanted, it, but I won a nine it right afterwards. I'm like, that's game because yeah. it ends the drive. But if like if the blitzer did that, then I could at least go for the throw teammate. I was like, every time I tried to have two options, the kickoff was like, you don't get those options. You have one option now. Good luck. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, I mean, to, to have got the, I think we, we've, we've said it all the way through to, to have gone undefeated with a, with a, an ogre's team and, and make it all the way to the final is, is quite an accomplishment. So there's, there's no shame at all in, in a really tight defeat that, you know, like you say, few, few dice here and there, the other way it could could very easily have turned out differently so um, yeah but it was fun to do and you know you know always look like a weird team obviously gutter runners are silly and let you do a lot of more things that you're not allowed to do but it's still ogres and snotlings at the end of the day and if they start drooling and start tripping over themselves it still happens yeah yeah that's right so um what are your plans for next season obviously the the draft started today i've, I've not uh, I've not seen if you've picked anything up or if you've decided what you're going with. So I, I actually I drafted two what else. I drafted a what elf catcher and a what elf war dancer. Uh, I've always been kind of doing like weirder teams or not stronger teams like chaos I did and now I did this. So I think I'm going to actually just do what elves and just show people true elf shenanigans. <laughs> well, that will be something to look forward to for sure. Um, I just hope that I'm not in the same league as you because I hate elves. <laughs> well, I'll be I'll be in man. So unless because uh, I'm going to be at 1100 exactly. So uh, okay, no, I don't I'm, think I'm not escaping man with that. I will be in. I don't know. I'm going to be in end or um, Jack. I would have thought uh, mine's 1400. So uh, we may meet in the postseason. 
Um, obviously, by that, I mean the loser ladder. So if you have a disaster, I'll meet you in there. <laughs> no, I mean, you never know. It's Blood Bowl. I mean, these elves can all die in the first game. That's uh, one of the, the downsides. It is. And uh, Eric, I'm sure, will be able to tell you all about that. Um, uh, usually, his, his drafted player gets injured on the kickoff on game one, turn one. He, he never gets to use it. So uh, hopefully that doesn't happen with one of your two draft picks. And uh, you can uh, go on and, and and make another good run for the playoffs next season as well. So, um, but, Well, thanks. We'll give another go. Yeah, well, thank you for joining me. And uh, good luck for the well, next thanks, season. And, uh, and, and commiserations again Cheers. for the final, but, uh, but well done uh, in getting there. So. Thank you. Thanks, mate. So I hope you enjoyed the interviews there with uh, with with the winner um, uh, Brandy and and uh, Sterling runner up uh, Lanicus. So uh, moving on to the loser ladder now. First up was um, loser ladder A, which uh, was Nate against uh, against me. Uh, surprisingly, uh, mainly because I I played the uh, AI in the semi final. So. Um, bit of a surprise this one from your point of view, Dan. Yeah, I'm pretty sad. I didn't pick you to win this. <laughs> <laughs> I actually did. I, I I had a feeling that that my look was going to change and and Nate's wouldn't. So yeah, I uh, I I eked out the two one. Um, it was it, to be fair, it was a really fun game. Um, I don't know so whether Nate will agree. You were you were called the death on the Alps. I did. I killed uh, Bore the Third. Um, I don't remember a lot about it, to be fair. But uh, yeah, he's he's <laughs> your own game. <laughs> it was a long time. I've got. I've played a lot of games since then, to be fair. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I I, I threw. I bet, I bet. I bet you haven't won many since then. So I thought this one would have stuck in the mind as a win. Well, you say that, but we'll be coming on to me again in a few minutes. <laughs> um. Yeah, so uh, we had the tournament as well, which uh, and and it was before Christmas. So I mean, we're, oh, yeah, we're, fair enough. Yeah, so yeah. I can't Watch remember yesterday. Twice. You should know this by now. So, um, like you um, dominated this game in many ways. Yeah, I, I have to say it, it went um, from my point of view it went pretty well. So I threw a lot of blocks in comparison to to Nate. I threw. Um, more than twice as many, and I got a lot of armor breaks as well. So I got eleven armor breaks to his three. Uh, with Look at two... those three sets you've done as well. Yeah, well, well, I'm I'm getting to grips with me uh, with with my frenzy players. You see, my, my... <laughs> you've had enough of getting your own players thrown out. That, that's play right. To to be fair, Nate Nate didn't help himself that in the first uh, on on the kickoff at the start of the game. I, I don't know whether he's forgotten that I'd got frenzy, but. Uh, he he set up with a player um, two squares in from the sideline. So turn one, he uh, he had an early acquaintance with the crowd. Um, it's one of those things that once once it's happened once, the you, you do learn very quickly. It's a very harsh lesson, but yeah, yeah, once it happens, it's uh, something you don't want to happen again. But uh, no, I mean from from my point of view, uh, the game went pretty well. Um, uh, obviously, it was uh, a two-one win. I can't remember. Too much about it, if I'm honest. It was a while ago, but from what I remember, I felt it was fairly comfortable. Um, you got I, three level ups during this game. Kind of. Um, so yeah, Chloe Decker got uh, a level up, which is the fl flesh golem, which uh, 
which was a strength five. So uh, Chloe Decker now also has block and will be returning for season eight. Uh, Trixie, my white, um, leveled, and I've given Trixie strip ball, uh, will return for season eight as well. Uh, sub leveled, uh, got block and then retired. Uh, it had enough okay. at that point. So, um, but yeah, my, my team will be returning with, um, it's been, uh, it's been, um, revamped a bit. So for the third, I forgot to tell you, um, did, uh, did join my team uh, after his death. He uh, he wanted to, to come on, on board, but he, he wasn't recruited. He, he just wasn't good enough, essentially. Yeah, you know, I'm not having an old elf. Um, so, um, so yeah, from from that point of view, some nice team development, which is what I really wanted going into uh, in, into the next season. This season seven was always planned to be a, a, a sort of a development season. And yeah, it, it didn't go too badly, really. Um, from yeah, Nate's point of view, looking, go on, sorry. Yeah, I say, looking at um, some of the draft picks as well for this coming season, it certainly is a team that has developed very nicely for uh, for the coming season. Yeah, well, we'll come on to that in a little while, but yeah, I'm 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 just nicking your players, mate. That's that's the way you <laughs> you you level them up, and then I'll I'll reap the benefits or, or not. <laughs> I'll probably kill them off, but. Um, from Nate's point of view, he did also get a couple of levels, but he he released the team anyway. So uh, the, um, a few of those players uh, went into the draft, and uh, we'll we'll probably talk about the, the drafted players uh, as as we go on. But uh, uh, not a bad season from Nate. To to be fair, he he finished uh, nicely in the middle of the league, got to the loser ladder final. So um, I think. You know, not not a bad season. He, he not as bad as some of the others that he's had. So, um, yeah. Shall we talk about the other loser ladder final? Yeah, Soros Club first, Dillonator. Yeah, now this one might be tricky because neither of us have seen the game. So we're we're going off the stats on this one. So uh, if either uh, Soros Blood or Dillonator, uh, if we get this wrong, apologies. That's all we can say. Uh, but I think it happened during the night at a time. It did. It's a good one. It's a good one. So <laughs> it looks from from the stats as if Dylan Ater dominated the game from uh, from a, a, a stats point of view. He, he threw 67 blocks to 43, got 16 armour breaks, five KOs and three casualties uh, in comparison to seven armour breaks, one KO and one casualty. So my guess is that... Dylan made lots of removals and therefore, although it was one nil, it was probably a comfortable one nil. But I might be I might be completely wrong with that, but that's my gut feel. Yeah, well I mean the two teams, I mean it's Chaos Dwarves versus Underworld, so naturally it's gonna be quite a, a nice matchup for the Chaos Dwarves who I'll have block and tackle to rinse through those goblins and suddenly you'll find that the uh the underworld team are down to maybe seven or eight players against a, uh, a dwarf team that's controlling the pitch quite nicely. Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. So, and, and, and looking at the skull, and you assume that's the case, I would have thought. Yeah, I think that's right. So, Soros, um, I can't remember if he's bringing this team back next season or not, but he, if he is, he's got uh, a niggle on Itch the Scratch. He's also got Miss Next Game on Snivel the Brave, uh, but a... a a level up on uh, Leable Nibbler. So yeah, well, um, 
those players went into the draft. I okay. Some of those players. Fair enough. So obviously, I think he, he has re redrafted maybe one or two of his own players. Okay. Um, yeah. And Dillonator um, got uh, a couple of levels. He's also got a miss next game on a Hobgoblin. Again, I don't know. Um, I, I, I should know, but I haven't looked yet to see um, if he's returning. He's he is. He's keeping his team. Um, I think originally he was going to be looking like he was going to be in not position. I thought inverse um, Brandy next season might be interesting, but. I think he's now been moving to end. He's so. in end, yeah. I know. I I, I know. And uh, he's in the same division as me, but I haven't looked at the teams yet, other than my own. So, um, yeah. So, I, I mean, from Dylan's point of view, um, he kind of wrote off the back end of last season, uh, but he's got some really nice development on this team. So, um, yeah. I, I think I think he went through a phase of right. This team is absolutely going to the bin, and then he started to. Uh, a little bit more enjoyment than we get. So <laughs> lose bladder and got a, a bunch of SPP there, and now we're back again for season two now. Yeah, their season two. That that's right. So um, season eight. Yeah. So uh, in the uh, then both Dylan and I had a friendly to to decide who was the biggest loser, uh, and uh, and I managed to combine the belts. So for for the second time ever, I'm the I'm the biggest loser in uh, bingo, which. Probably comes as no shock to anybody, um, but yeah, I think um, I, now this is going to be a struggle because we've got no stats for this game because it was a friendly. Um, I, did, I didn't even know it happened, so yeah. Yeah, I've got no LP. I, I I won it, um, and I can't remember anything about it. Um, I felt again, I felt it was a relatively comfortable one. I didn't feel particularly in danger from what I remember. Um, both of us had, I think it was 1-0, and yeah. I scored first half on Dylan's drive, so he put in a lot of players to try and foul one of my players, um, and inadvertently left me a, a, a way of getting two dice on the ball carrier, uh, so I managed to sack the ball carrier, recover, and score, um, and then second half, he did a good job of stopping me scoring, um, something like turn 15, 16, he turned me over, um, at which point he could have scored. It would have needed a ridiculous set of dice to, to come off with no re-rolls, and thankfully for me, it didn't. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it, it was, uh, it was a, again, it was a really fun game uh, from what I remember. Are you, are, you telling me that, are you telling me that Dylan lost the game because he was fouling once again? Yes. <laughs> basically <laughs> um so yeah um so yeah that really that finishes off uh season eight uh no season seven uh with with all the finals so what i might do is publish this as a podcast um shortly so when, when i said at the start that we'd also include the season eight previews um i think i'll probably change my mind because it'll be too long so yeah. um, the season eight one will come out probably early next week. So uh, you won't have to wait so long for the for the for the next one. But we'll record that hopefully back end of the weekend or early part of next week. So um, hopefully you enjoyed season seven. Uh, it it was good from our point of view uh, going through all the stuff all the way through it, Dan. Yeah, it was good. Uh, um, majority of the coaches are returning again for uh, season eight. Yeah, absolutely. So, 
There's maybe two coaches left, and then we've got two coaches to replace them. So it's still that full complement. Yeah, that's right. So we will go through that in a lot more detail um, over in the next show. So for now, thanks for listening. I hope you've enjoyed it, and we will see you again soon.